Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am an entrepreneur, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and a lover of all things coffee. Each week, we'll bring you inspirational people and messages that will guide you to unleashing the best version of yourself. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca. I am your host and so grateful that you're here, that we are here getting ready to wrap up the year. I have to tell you, I've met such tremendous people. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, it's such a great way to feel good. I encourage you to listen to it again. It is what are you grateful for? It is my gratitude episode where I brought in a host of friends, family, listeners, and guests to share what's on their hearts. And what's on my heart today is what happens to a lot of us. You know, we make stories up in our heads, either if we're sitting in our car and wondering why someone cut us off or we're waiting in line. You know, we have this incredible ability to, and it's quite comical actually when you think about it, to just make up these stories. And my guest today, Barbara Churchill, and I talk about just that. And she offers ways for us to get our power back, my friends, because literally we're, we are giving away who we are. We're giving away our power and control of our mental state just by thinking we know what's going on. And it's nothing but assumptions. I do want to share something with you today of someone who I found many years ago. His name is Don Miguel Ruiz, and he wrote this book called The Four Agreements. I don't remember where I was in my life when I found this, but I've been reading it. I have little cards that I keep and I read one a day and there are four magical agreements. And he says that if you actually follow these agreements, all the drama will disappear from your life. So I'm gonna read them to you. The, t- the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. The second is to don't take anything personally. The third agreement is to don't make assumptions. And the fourth, is to always do your best. It's an incredible read. If you're looking for something for a pick-me-up, it is such a refreshing piece. And as I was looking through it today, I'm going to commit myself to reading it again before the end of the year. But as we lean into the end of the year, by the way, let's listen to Barbara's wisdom. And without further ado, my brilliant and beautiful friend, Barbara Churchill. My friends, I have an incredible guest with me here today. Barbara, will you please introduce yourself to the audience? I am happy to. Francesca, goes so good to see you. Great to see you. I am Barbara Churchill. Um, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. I have built three separate businesses, but since 2011, uh, I've been an executive coach and an international speaker, and I specialize in communication, executive presence, uh, everything imposter syndrome and confidence. And I'm really excited because I'm getting back to leading retreats after our post pandemic experience. And in September of next year, 2023, I'm going to be going to Tuscany, Italy with 10 amazing Ooh. women. It is going to be spectacular. I cannot wait. It's Italy. Of course, it's going to be spectacular. That is fantastic. I know. I know. So actually, and that's how we know each other through the imposter syndrome experience that we started this summer. Um, and I was so impressed with you. I am still so impressed with you. And we've gone back and forth, Barbara, in the green room when we were talking about stories and the stories we tell ourselves. Let's dive a little deeper into that for the audience and tell everybody what, you know, 
what we're focused on today. Well, you know, you and I talked about the stories that we have in our heads. And mm. if if people pay attention, right? I mean, have you ever found yourself thinking the worst case scenario? I remember when I was younger, when I was a teenager, right? And if I didn't get home at the right time, my curfew, my mom would have me pictured in the ditch somewhere. You know, my car has gone off. She's pictured this worst case scenario thing, right? Brene Brown calls it dress rehearsing tragedy. And we mm. all do it. And our brains make up stories and we tend to believe those stories oftentimes. And it can be from something very catastrophic, you know, like, right. like being in a ditch to something like she did something. And now I have some thoughts about that. And I create this whole story in my head without even having a conversation with this other person. So we are really expert storytellers. We're so quick to fill in the blanks of whatever's happening. And all too often that affects our, our behavior and, and how we interact sure. with people. And, right. and we don't realize that this is all just made up in our brains. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think of the stories, we do have to catch ourselves regardless of how trained we are. Right. I'll catch myself like, Oh, he, he hasn't come home yet. Something must've happened. And then I'm like, no, but <laughs> It's it and Byron Katie, a famous you know an author yeah. who's in this in in the space. She's like the first question you ask yourself is it true? Yes. Is it true? Yeah. Right? And it's totally. not. It's it, not. Well, so it isn't. It's our brains run amok, right? Our right. brains are right. automatically programmed from birth. You know, we have that lizard brain in the back, right? Mm. We've been programmed to notice negative things more than positive things that kept us safe back in the caveman days. Well, we're not there anymore, you know, but we use that lizard brain back there a lot. We don't bring it up to the prefrontal, the wizard brain, you know, right? right? right. We're using the lizard more. So here's an invitation to your listeners. This is, this is Please. always fun. Next time you find yourself sitting in traffic, you know, whether, I mean, you might be riding a subway or bus, or maybe you're just standing in line at the grocers, right? Look what's happening in your brain chances are you have just this running narrative going on and you don't even realize it. Right. 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 You could be reading an article in the paper and then all of a sudden you have all these thoughts about that. Um, you could be making plans. You could be rehashing some disagreement that you had with a spouse or a friend. Right. All the swirl around it. So what you have mentioned is step one, which is awareness. So now step two, which we learned with imposter syndrome is reframing, right? So how do we, once we become aware of that story, how do we catch ourselves or how do we move ourselves forward and reframe it, Barbara, that is positive? How do we shift from the negative to the positive? Well, I think what we need to do is really realize first, this is what we're doing. We are looking at the circumstances in our life and we're giving away our power saying, that is what's causing me to feel a certain way or to think a certain way or behave the way I do. And that's not what that is. So first we have to really realize what this all entails in terms of the consequences or the, the sequence of events in our world. And I want everybody to realize that we all have a manual for people and how they should behave. Ah. So this is going to help you reframe it a little bit. Okay. First, because if you and I have a conversation and you forgot my birthday and we're friends, 
I'm going to get off that call. And I'm, you know what? She should have remembered my birthday. I've been friends with her for 10 years. She should have been. Right. And I have this whole story. It's right. My manual for how you should behave. Mm. Right. You're my friend. You should know that. Right. So some examples of those that thinking is. And spouses do this a lot. He should already know. I shouldn't have to tell him. Wow. Yeah. Write me a thank you note for that. Um, he That's shouldn't right. watch so much football, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, whoa, we, here's the kicker though. We never share these manuals with the people that we have them about. Wow. So, so how on earth is he supposed to know that I don't think he should watch as much football if I've never mentioned it to him? Right. Right. Or that I'm hurt that you didn't remember my birthday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we blame everybody else for how we feel. So what we want to do is start to reframe things and say, all right, listen, instead of abdicating my emotional responsibility, I'm going to take it back and I'm going to take my power back. Yes. Right? Because when I allow you to inform how I think and feel and act, I don't have any power. It's like, you know, it's like if you buy a brand new television and then you hand somebody else the remote and then you start complaining because you don't get to watch the shows that you want. <laughs> <You've> just, <laughs> I'm laughing out loud, but it's so obvious that that's what happens, right? Yeah. yeah. So expectations aren't really good or bad. And that's what this manual is. We expect people to behave a certain way, right? Right. But it's... It's not, and it's not bad to ask for what we want or anything like that, but we just create our own angst when we expect other people to meet our needs or make us feel good. That's not their job. Right. Yep. So your Lots of assumptions. Is not on somebody else, right? It's right. not dependent on their behavior or anything. So when you spin on this manual that you have for other people, they're living rent-free in your head, right? Mm -hmm. And it's super frustrating, but here's what we need to do. We get to break yes. that cycle of false assumptions right, and that lead to all of that anxiety. So we take right. control of our actions. We don't have to, I have an acronym. We can either observe and respond, or we can absorb everything that's going around and react. And most of the world is reactionary. Yes. Yes. Working everything. Right. And that's right. Work and all of this, we've got to just take a pause. Let's observe what's going on outside of us and then let's observe what's going on inside of us what's precisely happening? what am i feeling where in my body am i feeling it what am i right. thinking right oh am i making this mean something different so some questions to ask when you're finding you're noticing that you're starting to make up this whole narrative right what do i make this mean does he or she know what my expectations are aka right. manual Right. Have I been clear? How do I want to feel in this situation? Right. How do I want to show up in this situation? And then what can I think differently in order to feel that way and to show up that way? Yeah. I it love that. The awareness. It takes the awareness and what a fine approach. And I would imagine, Barbara, that it takes a little bit of practice, right? Yeah. It takes a little bit of practice and we're laughing, but little being a big word. Yeah. <laughs> a it gentle word. A it takes yeah. a lot of practice because here's the thing. 
this is how your brain is wired, number one. Number two, you've been living this way your whole entire life. So depending on your age, you know, it's like we want to take this big, large cruise ship and turn it like it's a jet ski. Right. That's right. not going to happen. But the biggest powerful thing is noticing this is what's going on and make a game out of it. I and think make a game too serious, right? See yeah. traffic and you're okay. Look at this. Oh my gosh, this guy just cut me off. What yeah. a jerk. This and that. All of a sudden we are and off. We go to the races about this person. That's that right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so bringing it back to, all right, what's going to be, what's going to make me happy here. It's not going to be making up these stories, right? It's going, we need to come back to, did, did that really happen? You know, maybe there's an emergency. So I think it's not making assumptions and giving people the benefit of the doubt because you don't know what's going on in other people's lives. But I love what you share about sharing the manual and taking your power back. I think that is powerful, right? Yeah. And knowing yeah. that you have that power to make that switch to, and, and if you haven't tried it before, it'll take some time, but give yourself the grace to do so. Right. So in this situation with you and I, it's like, okay, so Francesca, I noticed on our call that you didn't remember my birthday and I made it mean something about our friendship. And I know mm. that that's not the case. So I just wanted to reach out to you and say, Hey, my feelings were hurt a little bit and I know why. And I, and, and you're a great friend of mine. And then you'll come back and say, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. It's on my calendar. I was so busy. We don't know what's happening, right? Or, you know, oh, no. to the vet, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So just giving people a little bit of grace. And I think that's what we need. And I have a tattoo on my arm, the first tattoo I've ever gotten. And it's the word grace. And it reminds me, listen, I don't know what's happening in everybody else's world. I know what my brain is making things mean, but that's usually not the case. So we just mm. need to give people some grace, right? I love that. Give give people the grace, give yourself the grace as you're trying this new process, right? Yeah. And moving towards happiness. I love that so very much. Yeah. So we've offered so many beautiful tips. One more, if we were to leave the audience with one key thing for them to work on, where should we fill in that gap? What should we offer? I think giving yourself some space to really explore your brain and what it mm. tells you. Be curious about that. There's a lot going on in there, right? We have between 60,000 and 100,000 thoughts passing through our mind every single day, depending on our stress levels. Yep. Consciously, we couldn't possibly keep track of all of that, right? But it informs how we show up. So get curious what's in there. Yeah. You know, that's a much lighter than, oh, I should really think differently, or I shouldn't have done that. We should on ourselves far too much. Yeah. Let's get I love that. About what's in there and what is working well for us and what we want to change and make it fun. How beautiful, how perfect. So you're dressed so well today, but in all of these incredible presentations, do you have a favorite piece of clothing or accessory and how does it make you feel? That's such a good question. It's so hard for me to choose a favorite, right? just one thing. I will say my diamond earrings. And of course, do I have them on today? No, but <laughs> I love them because here's the thing. They go with jeans. Mm -hmm. If you're dressed up, they go, they go with everything. And I always feel just a little more, you know, a little more upscale. Yeah. It's like you put the, I'm here to tell you, Marilyn Monroe was right. Diamonds 
are a girl's best friend. Yes, she was. And it's my birthstone if anybody needs to know that. So, <laughs> right? Perfect. It's always perfect. Yeah, as are you, Barbara. This has been so great. It's just literally scratching the surface on the work that you do and that, you know, you get to share and serve. But if someone wanted to continue the conversation with you, Barbara, and connect, where's the best place for them to reach you and to find you? Totally on my website, barbarachurchill.com. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Well, I will. Excellent. And everything's there. I'll put the link in the show notes just so they just have to tap to get us there. But this has been so enjoyable. You're just, you're an easy guest, meaning pleasant, happy. You have so many great tips and I appreciate you spending time with us today. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Barbara is so refreshing, isn't she? I just loved having her on the show today and I trust you enjoyed her as well. So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Barbara today. Number one, we're expert storytellers and so quick to fill in the blanks. All too often that affects our behavior and how we interact with others without even having a conversation with what is truthfully going on with the other person, right? Number two, we expect people to behave a certain way. And we have a manual of sorts for people like that, right? So we assume that others should treat us a certain way, yet we never share that manual with that person. Hmm, something to think about. And number three, break the cycle of false assumptions, my friends. Break the cycle and take control of your actions. You can either observe and respond or absorb everything. Take a pause and observe outside and inside. And I'm going to repeat the challenge that she mentioned during the show today, my friends, and that is next time you find yourself sitting in traffic or waiting in line, check in with the story that you're telling yourself that's going on in your brain. Is there a running narrative going on with filling in the blanks? So chances are you're knee deep in the story before you realize it. So next time you catch yourself doing that, challenge yourself on how you can think differently. My friends, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a few friends right now to inspire other people and help them improve the quality of their lives. Again, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and rate and review this show and share with me the part that you enjoyed the most about this episode. We love to read the reviews. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Until next time, I want to remind you that you matter, you are not alone, and to stay inspired by what you heard today. Thank you.